The picks are in. Maybe. Are they? I don't know. Somewhat. Who knows? Welcome back. We're back, baby. But we're not going to be talking about foosball. We're going to be talking about March Madness, baby. March Madness. I love March. How about you, Slash Daddy? March is a fantastic time of year. Um, You know, one of the few times of year where I actually get really invested in terms of, like, watching sports all day and stuff um, outside of football season. So, very exciting. There's something about watching sports during the workday. On a Thursday at that, Thursday, Friday, St. Patrick's Day. It's kind of like watching the Masters or something. Because, you know, first round is on a Thursday. They start at 7 a.m., you know. It's like... It's it's an all day affair. I love Starts it. Starts at love noon, twelve ten, ten twelve ten, tip off. You, you know you you can't beat it. Um, it's an exciting time of year, and for us degenerates, we typically have some money on the line, which yes. just loves. You know, it it makes it that much more exciting. And my goal, quite frankly, is just to still have a chance after the first weekend, because there's yes. so many so many years where you know you get all this hype, and then after the first weekend, you know three of your final four is already knocked out and you're like well i guess i'm done so um just surviving the first weekend is half the battle so what we what's the meaning of this episode is we just want to break down the bracket obviously some people didn't follow college basketball uh this season kind of a slow season really picked off right after football um as it always That's does when basketball kind of. season starts anyway, yeah right? pretty much yeah that's one of the importance you know, that's right. starts coming, and you know that's when you start live betting and taking your notes and seeing what, what what's good. So um, obviously, Slash Daddy and I are gonna kind of dissect this bracket. We're not gonna go game by game. We're just gonna kind of highlight some games, and then ultimately we will determine our final four, and we're gonna determine our national champion based on our brackets. Um, obviously you don't have to follow us, but if you want to take our hints, we kind of know a thing or two. Um, slash daddy, I would like to just point out the fact that I am still, still alive. I have not spent a penny in the sports book. It's over a year now. Wow. Still living off borrowed time, huh? I am still living off borrowed time. That's impressive. I'm, you know... It was, and it's gotten me a lot of shit, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, you've, nice done, TV, you've been very got, successful. Got a trip to TPC Sawgrass, which, little side note, Scotty Scheffler, holy shit. He's oh my god, he's so good. He's fucking he, good. He's he so good. He just looks like a good guy, too. Just feel it, like have I you watched Full Swing? I did, I did. Yeah, and the, this, the Scheffler, yeah, it, it made me just, I mean, I was already a fan of Scheffler, but it made me just like him more, because he's just a, like you said, just a down-to-earth, normal guy, and like, you know, it's it's yeah. cool. And he's dominant. Man, oh man, just a little side hint, I'm, I'm kind of glad the players are over, because all I was, I was just glued to the TV, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Just yeah. saying, wow, I hit it right there. 
wow, I hit it right there. Yeah, it really was awesome. cool kind of being able to, you know, playing that course and then watching the pros play that course. So yeah. Um, yeah. an experience I hope to one day have. You'll, you'll get there. You'll one get day. there. When I hit it big, or when we hit it big. Draft when Day Podcast. When we hit it big. Draft Day with Sports. DD, DD Sports. Let's go, baby. Let's go. All right, so March Madness. Here we go. We actually are, I don't consider the first four of the tournament. No. no I don't consider it. No. If you consider it, go to hell. Though I will Just say, um, saw an interesting stat that not of the 16 seed play-in games, but of the 11 seed play-in games, um, 10 of the last 11 years, an 11 seed has that played in the first four mm-hmm. progressed through to the second round. Mm-hmm. So fun, fun little fact, fun fact Syracuse. there um, that one of the teams that might win over the next two days um, might make it through to the second round. So yes. keep that on your radar. And I believe right now we have Southeast Missouri State versus Texas A&M. Yeah, Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi, I believe. Um, Uh, Awful teams. It's a terrible game. Yeah, Texas A&M. Man, they haven't even broke 100 yet. No, it's bad. It's pretty bad. If you got Um, the under. They're they're starting to get some points right now. Yeah, starting in the threes. We'll see. Um, Let's get right into it. Yeah, uh, beers. What are you drinking yeah. here, big guy? Um, I have this a latte cup. Podcast. It is. I have a latte cup. Um, it's a coffee stout with lactose built right Ooh. into it. It's a milk coffee stout um, by Common Roots. So yes. saw this and I couldn't resist. I, uh, I got it and uh, I've never had it. So giving it a try. I was actually, it's good that you're staying with the New York Empire State, uh, you know, you know, small businesses. You gotta do it. You gotta I'm actually do it. drinking a fresh off the i guess you would say press uh the heirloom hemp it is a hemp infused sparkling seltzer it's got five milligrams of thc and five milligrams of cbd so it's a one in one so so you get a little drunk and a little high yeah no no drunk no alcohol in this bad boy oh yeah just uh just straight cbd and uh thc fascinating so this is actually made in Lafayette, New York, at the Beacon Skiff. Um, Interesting. Getting really big into that. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Had also a lot of these before, so I know yeah. the after effects. So can't say yeah. I've ever had a like a hemp drink. So I'll well, have to. you'll get there. You'll get there. Maybe uh, in a couple weekends when we're out for your daughter's birthday. There you go. There you go. Looking forward yep. to it. We'll make All it right. Work. So bracket. Mm-hmm. All right. We got four numbers. One seeds. All right, let's start off with number one overall, Alabama, the winners of the SEC. Uh, They are in the south. In the east, we have Purdue. In the west, we have Kansas. In the midwest, we have Houston. All right, so let's go right into the south. Uh, Alabama is number one. Number two is Arizona, and number three is Baylor. And if you really want to know, number four is Virginia. But, <laughs> slash, I think this is going to be the most entertaining uh, quadrant Yeah. in the tourney. We could see some chaos here for sure. Um, you know, there's not a lot of teams that I love in this bracket. Um, you know, I, I do see some potential, you know, disruption by some higher seeds. But, uh end of the day i think alabama arizona could 
very easily be the matchup in the Elite Eight here, um, and I think that's where I lean. Um, but, you know, it, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, Creighton makes a little bit of a run into the Sweet 16 and gets through Baylor and NC State. It wouldn't surprise me as Furman beats Virginia. Um, I think they match up well against Virginia. I'm actually going to take Furman as one of my picks to get to the uh, Sweet 16 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it wouldn't surprise me if Charleston can get it done against San Diego State. Um, you know, you, you see Santa Barbara, also a, a, a dangerous team against Baylor. Um, you know, so there, there's a, some potential upsets here. I think I'm, I'm going to end up taking chalk with Bama, Arizona, though, to get to the Elite Eight. Um, the kind of the the preliminary games before that, though, I, I think there is, is some opportunity for some higher seeds to to win a game or two. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you know, one of the matches there's going to be a few close matchups. I just want to highlight this Maryland West Virginia uh, game. Obviously, net rank uh, West Virginia is twenty fifth, Maryland's thirty first. Um, last 10 games, both teams are 5-5. Five and five. Mm-hmm. So I think this is going to be actually a very fun, entertaining game. Unfortunately, I'm not betting on this but no. because it is such a close game. But I think, I think we're looking at a little bit of an upset with West Virginia. I think West Virginia can really... Uh, I think they're actually favored right now. Um, they are. Oh, they're two they po- are. They're two-point favorites right with now. With a nine seed, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that is going to be one of the biggest, uh, you know, as far as opponent goes for Bama. Mm-hmm. I think West Virginia can really, you know, obviously they're favoring Bama 92 to 4%. But mm-hmm. when you look at the scheme of things, you know, strength of schedule, West Virginia is fourth. Yeah. You know, they're battle-tested. Like yeah, that Big that 12, I mean, if you don't have a Big 12 in your Final Four, you're, you're doing it wrong. So you yep. better have at least a Big 12 team in your Final Four. Yeah, um, There's a few few options, really. I do like the Furman pick. I like it a lot. Yeah, so I was – go ahead. I'm going to probably go Virginia. Just So here here's my kind of logic behind that, and I, I actually do have some – fairly concrete you know evidence to support Furman um, first of all it's it's interesting to me that Virginia is a four seed that is the highest ranked team the ACC has this year I think the ACC is is noticeably weaker this year than they have been in years past um, so I don't think Virginia is as good as advertised because I don't think the ACC overall is very good and I think you could say the same thing about the Big Ten um, I don't think they're very good outside of Purdue which I think we'll have some question marks we'll get there um, but Furman is a team that shoots the living heck out of the football football yes. basketball um, yes. and they shoot very well they're very efficient they play small and Virginia is not a team that that matches up well against that they're not a team that defends the perimeter well um, you know they're they're a team that wants to slow it down and forces you to you know shoot outside and Furman can do that um, so I, I think Furman which is the highest ranked um, offensive shooting percentage team in the country um, I think Furman has a really good chance here 
to knock off Virginia. Um, and if you don't want to, if you don't want to take them as a as a dog straight up, look to bet them single game. You know, play Spread. the points. I think it's yeah. you know six and a half right now. I think you could wait and get them at seven or seven and a half closer to game time, because um, the public likes to bet the favorites in these things. But um, I, I really like Furman in this. Um, and then you know, other than them, really, I, there's not really a double digit seed. You know, I guess Utah State over Missouri, but you know, you're a seven versus a ten there, so whatever but you know the 11s through the 16s there's not really another one that I, I think I'm going to pull the trigger on to take anything out in the first round yeah I agree I don't really like that NC State 11 seed I know that they played a lot of good ball in the beginning of the season but kind of petered out at the end so mm-hmm. and plus Creighton you know looking at it uh Creighton is three and one Creighton's good home. yeah um well, Creighton's good. They had a they had a, a, a very good player. One, I think maybe the biggest player of the year. Um, I don't know if that's been na- announced yet. Um, who's been hurt for a while, but they they just got him back a few weeks ago, and it makes a big difference. I think Creighton can be a scary team for Baylor yeah. in that next round, um, depending on the health of Keontae George as well. Yeah. Um, so I think Creighton can can really give Baylor a scare if they can get through, you know, NC State, which I think they will. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's a real contender to match up Arizona in the uh, Sweet 16. Yeah, yeah. So you're going with Bama? Um, I think I'm going to end up taking Arizona, honestly. Um, and the reason, I, you know, I think there's going to be some distraction around Alabama. Um, obviously, they've been hot, but there was a stretch of time about three weeks ago where Alabama was not very good. They lost three or four. They didn't look very good. And I did run a bunch of statistics. I won't get into them, but I, I basically looked at 11 different uh, metrics, and I, I ran a bunch of numbers and just made basically like an overall – grade for each team and Arizona is the highest ranked team I have in that side of the bracket so I'm, I'm probably going to take Arizona um, I'm not going to take chalk which I think a lot of people will do which I think just kind of makes it a more of a unique bracket and a better chance to win your pool I'm taking chalk I'm going number one in Alabama after the SEC championship man they steamrolled <laughs> them so I'm, I'm, I think they've got a lot of momentum. I think they have the easiest road to get to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously the Elite Eight will probably be the biggest competition. But yeah. when you see the bottom quadrant, you have Baylor and Arizona. Obviously, if they do survive, they're going to be battled. So, yeah, I certainly um, think they have the easiest path to get to the um, Elite Eight. So I think it's I think it's a fairly safe bet to get Bama to the Elite Eight, and then from there, you know, you you make your call. Yeah. Um, going on to the East. Mm-hmm. All right. So obviously Love you go one. with Arizona. Love I this go one. with Bama on the South. Moving on to the East. Obviously, I think South has the most exciting as far as good teams go, but the East is just gonna be some fun fun basketball i think Um, you're going to see some some teams come out of this this region that uh you would not expect um so so i would not be surprised if you see the big dogs go down in this in this bracket yeah i would agree on that so obviously recapping the top four you got purdue on the top of the bracket you got um marquette uh the big east champ um at number two you got kansas state and then you have at number four, Tennessee. All right. So 
what do you think? What are your thoughts? Um, you know, who I like out of this bracket, um, the lower half, I, I do like Marquette. I think Marquette is uh, actually a little undervalued. I think they're kind of flying slightly under the radar um, as a two seed. Um, so I, you know, I do like Marquette. On the bottom side, There's, I guess you could make a little bit of a case for maybe a Kentucky just because they have so much talent typically. Um, Kansas State is small. I don't know how they're their game is going to stack up in a tournament play like this. Um, Michigan State, USC doesn't really seem like a threat. So I like Marquette in the bottom half of this to get to the Elite Eight. And then the top half, quite honestly, I think it's going to be chaos. I, I If Memphis gets through Florida Atlantic, I think Memphis knocks off Purdue. Um, so I actually think Purdue is going to be fall, not going to make it through the weekend. Um, I like Memphis to get through there. I like Oral Roberts to beat Duke. Um, and Tennessee, you know, I think they can win that first game, but they don't have their starting point guard. So I don't see them going much further than that. I can see Oral Roberts Memphis as an Elite Eight match- matchup on the top half there. Um, so all in all, I think I'm going to end up taking Marquette out of this out of this region to go to the Final Four. I think that's the safest play because I think the bottom half, in my opinion anyway, is a little little like more clear to me. Where I think the top half, you can actually see. Um, quite a few upsets happen, um, and it wouldn't surprise me one bit if Oral Roberts is in there. Yeah, no, that's uh, hey, that's a heck of a scenario, I guess yeah. you would say. Um, I love the Oral Roberts over Duke, love. but I can't do it. I think Duke is one of the hottest teams in the. I I don't think they deserve to be a five seed. I think really they get don't. Better or worse. <sighs> I think they should have been two. Wow. Yeah, you got. Well, I mean, realize. we have to we have to keep in mind though. You know, they they make their selection off of a whole year, um, right. and they did suck for the first half of the year. Yes, but they've gotten better. You're right. They are they are definitely hot right now. Yes, um, and I think what you got to realize is defense. Um, obviously, Oral Roberts. You know, they are zero and one versus top ranked twenty five. I mm-hmm. think this is going to be. I think. I have Duke coming out of this quadrant. Mm-hmm. I um, think that's going to be actually a relatively popular pick, yeah, quite honestly. I do like, I did like Tennessee, but obviously looking at that matchup with Duke and Tennessee, you know, yes, Tennessee's ranked higher in rank, but you got to look at the last 10 games. Duke's running on a nine-game winning streak where yeah. uh, it looks like Tennessee's fading. So I think that's going to be the biggest test. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really like Kansas State. I like Kansas State a lot. I think their biggest test, and I will kind of break it down, I think Providence will come out of that uh, UK. Like, yeah. yeah. Fun little story. Um, I do not have the name, but I know that you, uh, Kentucky had a player who transferred to Providence. Ooh. And the reason behind that was because he, obviously, Coach Cal didn't want, you know, he was riding the bench. Coach Cal wouldn't play him. He wanted more playing time. Went mm-hmm. to Providence, absolutely tore it up this year. And wow. if that's not a 11 seed, oh, motivation that's got 11 right there. seed yeah. all over it. And I'll tell you, but you got to look at the coach knows the player whatnot. Sure. But I really could see Providence ended up bringing this down. And mm-hmm. I will tell you what, I think that puts Coach Cal in the hot seat. Yeah. I'm calling it right I, now. 
Um, that's that's a fair point. Um, he's already kind of been on the hot seat lately, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Football school. Um, so an early exit could certainly uh, increase that. Um, you know, Kansas State. I think you make a fair point there because I think they are the most battle-tested team mm-hmm. out of this group because they play in the best conference of the Big Twelve, um, which is why I'm I'm fading Purdue because I do think the Big Ten. And you know, you as an Ohio State fan, you know, what are your thoughts on the Big Ten? as a whole because me frankly I think I'm going to be fading the Big Ten across the board um, not just you know Purdue but also Maryland also Indiana also Illinois I think I'm going to be fading the whole the whole conference there's one team that actually really stands out and that's not Purdue it's actually Penn State yeah I think Jalen Pickett Sienna baby I think that's a Sienna transfer I think uh I think Penn State's gonna be at least the last Big Ten obviously mm-hmm. You know Michigan State. I think they. I think they're going to get upset by USC. It just yeah. doesn't seem like. Doesn't seem like Michigan State's. Obviously, they. I didn't even the, know they were like good this year until I saw they made the bracket. I was like, oh, they they had a good year and like, well, you know, obviously twenty and they twelve some, or whatever. Yeah, they had some off court issues with the shooting and all that, and yeah, you know, it just it seems like I think they're just worn down. I sure. did watch that Ohio State Michigan State game because I bet yeah. on it, and I won. Ooh, go box, go box. Sprinkly dinkly. So, um, <laughs> yeah. As far as that, I, I, I do think Penn State out of the Big Ten is gonna go as. I'm. I don't think they're gonna go to Elite Eight, but sure. I think they're but gonna has be the has first. the best chance of maybe surprising people. Correct. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, and I look at this bracket as a whole. I think talent wise. I don't. I think it's probably the least, like the the, the weakest talent wise. I think, yeah. you know, team wise. I, I don't. I don't think I'll be taking Marquette in my final game. So I guess that makes me pick Arizona. But um, you know, I, I think overall the talent in this region is the weakest out of all three. Yeah. Um, but that being said, you know, you, you still got to make those picks, right? So it's all about individual matchups. Um, I think there can be some chaos here. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Duke out of this. You're gonna go with Marquette. I am. Yep, taking my cat. Big, big two seed guy, huh? Big two seed. Wow. All right. I like that. Anything else out of this? Uh, no. Um, other than Oral Roberts and uh, the Memphis upset, you know, there's not much in terms of upsets that I like. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I like Marquette. Awesome. All right, I'm gonna go with Duke. All right, on to Duke. the West. Love it. All right. Obviously, we have Kansas at number one. UCLA at two, three would be Gonzaga, mm-hmm. and four would be UConn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like this quadrant. Some good games in here, I think. It's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I do see Kansas getting out, knocked out early. By Howard. <laughs> no, probably not. Gonna not gonna bet that. Where do where do you see them? Where do you see them getting out? Maybe in the Sweet Sixteen against maybe a UConn or a VCU or St. Mary's, Iona. I think VCU is gonna come out. I also I, like VCU to win the first game. I haven't really looked at their second matchup yet, but yeah, I do think Arkansas is gonna give them a little bit of trouble, but I can see, you know, they're playing Mounts. They're playing St. Mary's. Which mm-hmm. St. Mary's, you got to look at the fact that they're two and three, um, in top twenty fifth, and then strength of schedule they're twelfth. 
mm-hmm. know, points per game, they're both equal. Um, but a point, they do give up a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Um, and St. Mary's just came out absolutely getting shellacked from yeah. by Gonzaga. Um, looking at, you know, last 10 games, St. Mary's is fading at 7-3, and three, where VCU is thriving at a 9-1. and one. So, um, and you got to look at away. Uh, St. Mary's is 2-2 two and two away in their last 10, where VCU is mm-hmm. 3-0. Yeah, and I think, you know, you bringing up the road record, I think, is a, a very important point because I think we have to sometimes remind ourselves that these games are not played at home. Yeah. Um, so not only is crowd not a factor, but you're also playing on a court and the line of sight that is different for a lot of these teams. And I think there is some value in teams that perform well on the road um, because I think that shows you that a team is able to adapt to different environments um, more than a team that maybe goes, you know, 14-1 and one at home, but then on the road they were 8-8. Eight and eight. You know, like I think to me, you know, even maybe if a team has you know a lower seed or has a worse record or whatever, if you, you you're picking a team that maybe is you know proven that they can go to other places and perform well, I think that that holds some value. Right, right. Um, kind of looking at the you know are there any upsets? I like Iona. Oh, sorry, Iona over UConn. Rick Pitino. I like Rick Pitino. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to look at the fact that, yes, they are coming from two different, you know, the MAC versus the Big East, which was a bear. But you got to mm-hmm. look at the fact that Iona, 10 and 0 last 10 games. They're rolling. Patino's getting his boys two. ready. And the MAC, I don't think the MAC is, is an awful mid major you know, conference. I think that that's a, a formidable mid major conference. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, that's my upset. I think that, and obviously I'm going with VCU. We got mm-hmm. a VCU Iona. That could be fun. That's I, honestly, I, I don't. Thirteen. I really don't hate that, um, and I, I also do like VCU. Um, I haven't really made up my mind on the UConn Iona game, but but I have seen a lot of talking heads kind of you know speak a little bit about Iona. Um, UConn has been a you know, metric darling all year. Um, they have been, you know, top five, top 10 power ranked team all year. So, you know, it scares me a little bit because I do think UConn's a team that can shoot the lights out of the ball and and can just run with anyone, um, which I, wa- I kind of want to see a UConn-Kansas matchup in the uh, Sweet 16 there because I think that could be a really good game. Um, but I do like the VCU pick for sure. Um, I like the Arkansas over the Illinois pick. That's kind of going on the same, you know, fade of the Big Ten there. On the right. bottom side, I think Gonzaga is actually being slept on a little bit. Yeah. And and I kind of like Gonzaga to get out of there mm-hmm. and uh, make it all the way to the Elite Eight. I think UCLA actually has a, a pretty key injury. Yes. Um, I think Kenny Clark maybe is his name or something like that. Yes. Um, it's, uh, uh, whatever his name is. He's their best defender. Jalen Clark. Uh, Jalen Clark, um, he uh, so I think UCLA actually kind of takes a a knockdown because of that. So I think Gonzaga can can sneak through there. Um, I like Boise State actually to beat Northwestern again, fading the Big Ten. Um, yeah, so you know I, I'm probably going to take Gonzaga, Kansas, and I, I'm probably going to go Kansas out of this bracket. Um, I, I yeah, you, I don't know. Let's see. I'm um, going Gonzaga. 
you know, I, I think I think VCU is going to have let me, a very. Let me check my stats. I think I'm taking VC- Gonzaga. I'm doing it. Gonzaga is VC- my second best power ranked team, <laughs> so I'm taking Gonzaga. I'm there with uh, you. Kansas versus VCU. You got to look at the fact that um, Kansas isn't a very popular road team. Mm-hmm. They are seven and seven, uh, top twenty-five. Obviously, the second. Yeah, they're scoring points, but they're giving up a lot of points as well. Mm-hmm. Um, where VCU's defense is actually one of the best. Um, yeah, in the uh, is one of the best in the in the NCAA. So, I, I think you got me on Gonzaga now too. I think they're gonna beat Kansas, <clears throat> but all their fucking energy because they beat Kansas in the Sweet Sixteen. Is gonna come down, and I think Gonzaga is just gonna run an absolute train so, on. Them. So this this feels to me like Gonzaga's been the one or two seed every single year for the last what five, six, seven years, right? And they've never been able to get over the hump of getting to the national championship game or like Final Four maybe once. I don't, you know, I don't know, know the numbers off the top of my head, but they always seem to get knocked out early, right? So now it seems to me that now they're supposed to be a lesser team as a three seed. It seems like this is the year that they're actually going to do it. Because I think they're going to have a little bit more chip on their shoulder. Um, Drew Timmy is still there, and he actually had a career year this year kind of quietly. So so I think Gonzaga um, can actually surprise some people this year because they weren't their typical one seed that they're they're used to being. So I, I do like them. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. In terms of upsets, yeah, we talked about those. Yeah. Um, you know, and and again for for betters, you know, maybe you don't pick these teams in your bracket, but you know, you'd like an underdog or something. If but you don't have the have the cojones to to take them, you could always play the spread, right? So wait and wait until the game time and just just play the play the dog with the points and you know see what happens. Which kind of defeats my my whole thing is. Uh, I think Grand Canyon's going to give Gonzaga a little bit of a run. Mm. So if you're looking at points and spreads, I think Grand Canyon's actually a pretty decent team. They're mm-hmm. averaging about 75 points a game, and they're only giving up 66. Um, obviously, Gonzaga's you know up and coming, nine and one in their last ten. You got Grand Canyon at seven and three. Um, yep. So I do I do like that as far as points go, but. Yeah, it's going to be a good quadrant. Um, let's move on to the Midwest. The yeah, last let's one. get it. Let's get to our last one, and then maybe talk about anything else, kind of to wrap yeah. it up. Yeah, number one, Houston. Number two, Texas. Number three, you have Xavier, and number four, you have Indiana. Thoughts? Yeah, you know, um, I think Houston obviously a clear number one here, um, and again, I think they have the easiest path to get to um, the Elite Eight compared to the bottom half of this bracket. Um, you know, Texas, to me, seems like they'd be that team that gets there, but there's one thing that I can't get myself to pull the trigger on just yet, and i gotta, I, I got to look at it more. If Texas A&M can get through Penn State, that sets up, sets up a Texas, Texas A&M second-round matchup. That is a old-fashioned rivalry game you know throw the records out the window kind of deal uh and i I could see texas a&m winning that game so 
Um, you know, to me, I don't think I'm going to have Texas go super far just because of that reason, because I think Texas can actually get knocked out earlier than people think. I think if they get through A&M and Penn State, even better for them. But if they get through that, I think they, they can really give Houston a run. Um, but because Texas is, has got that matchup potentially in round, in the second round, it kind of scares me a little bit. Um, so, so I think I'm going to end up taking Houston. I'll take the chalk. This will be my one-one seed <laughs> in the final four. Um, but, but yeah, you know, that's kind of where I'm at with that. But you gotta also realize this. You know, you know how everything feels scripted, correct? Mm. Houston, number one seed, coming back from a final four exit that they had last year. Mm-hmm. It's in Houston. Okay. Gets better. Gets better. Jim Nance is calling his last Final Four. Guess where Jim Nance went to school? Houston. Houston. Are you kidding me? Houston to win it all. I'm just saying Final Four. To win. I'm not saying they're going to win it all, but I'm going to say Final Four. So, yeah, there you go. You have it. Um, Any upsets you like here? I do. Me too. Ready for it? I love it. Hopefully it's the same one. Kent State. <sighs> See, I mean, that, that that goes along with my fade Big Ten, so possibly. I like Drake over Miami. <laughs> I like that's Drake. That's a juicy, that's a juicy, juicy bet right there. That's a juicy one. And again, you know, if you don't have the cojones to bet it, just take, like, take them straight up. Take the spread. Take the <sighs> points. I think Drake can run with them. I like yeah, Drake. I do like that too. Son of a bitch. But I, I'm not against that Kent State thing because, you know, Indiana, again, Big Ten, fade the Big Ten. I think it might, it's going to be an overall theme for me, I believe. Um, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And even Kennesaw State over Xavier. Yeah. I could see that happening too. Xavier's suspect for sure. They've got some holes. All right. Ready? Better be ready. aware. You know I'm going to go for it. Mm hmm. Well, technically, I can't, but you know what I mean, though. Yes. I'm going to go Colgate over Texas. Whew. Love it. I love it. <laughs> I think we're going to have a number two seed go down. I really, you? really, really wanted to put Vermont over Marquette, but I just do not see it happening. You know, I think of all the two seeds, I think vermont over marquette is probably going to be the most popular mm-hmm. and maybe unc Asheville over ucla because of their injuries but i think ucla is actually a pretty popular final four yeah. pick for a lot of people yeah. um so you know i think vermont's probably most popular i, I maybe texas is the second most i don't know um I'll, i'm sure they probably espn will have the stats once it's all done but um it's yeah. such a yeah. it's such a homer pick mm-hmm. but i just really think Colgate right now is nine and one, and yep. they are three and one away. Texas, kind of a home game a little bit. It is in the state of Texas, but they're one and three away. Yeah, yeah. Big Twelve is tough to play. You know they got to go to a lot of a lot of tough venues. And I'm telling you what, <clears throat> Colgate can frickin' chuck the rock, baby. Oh, Ivy League, Ivy, Ivy schools can, they're man. Patriot, they can shoot Patriot, three. Patriot. A lot of white guys Patriot, shoot threes. Patriot League. Oh, they're in the Patriot? Yeah, yeah they're not. Uh, I'm thinking of Cornell. You're thinking Cornell. I am. Um, 
Fuck it. I'm going for it. Colgate over Texas. So I like that. So who do you like? Now you got your final four set, right? Yours is yeah. Houston, Bama, um, Duke, and Zaga, Zaga. right? Yep. And I've got Arizona, Marquette, Houston, and Zaga. So who do you like to uh, take home the chip? <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to fucking say it. Duke. No. Duke. He's going to be that Houston. guy. Sorry. Duke. Yeah. Houston. Duke over Houston. Done. Love it. Five seed Love. wins it. Love it. Um, I'm going to take Houston, I believe. I think I'm going to take Houston over Arizona. Is going to be my my uh, temporary pick for right now. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, though. Yeah. I haven't actually made any brackets yet. Um, so I'm going to wait until Wednesday afternoon, and I'm going to get all the information I can before I submit anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I'm going to go with Duke. I cannot believe I'm saying that, but I just think that people are sleeping on the ACC. I think they're the hottest team in Division One basketball right now. And Arguable. I would love to see Shire end up <laughs> winning a national championship oh, his first year. That'd be also, cool. he does have the number one recruiting class last year and this year. So Yeah. Oh, um, and that final horn sounds Texas A&M Community College over yeah. Southeast Missouri State. 75-71. They are yep. going to play... Bama. Bama, and they are done. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> and that was a good tournament. And they are done. So, so I want to yeah. bring up, uh, before we get out of here, I want to bring up a strategy um, for you single game betters. So I, I don't hate the idea of doing a round robin in the first round with some 12s and 13s that you like. So in the past however many years, um, there's been at least one 12 win over a 5 and at least one 13 win over a uh, 4. So, you know, if you like Furman, if you like uh, Charleston, if you like Drake, if you like Kent State, whatever, I would take them money lines, get like five of them, and do a three-team round robin on that. Um, if three of the five win, then you know you get you you make money. And you know, best case scenario is all five win, of course. But uh, you know, I, th- I think there's some value there by doing some round robins for uh, some of these 13s and 12 seeds. It's gonna happen. It's it it's gonna happen. 12s and 13s, maybe a 14, uh, maybe even a 15 will win. Um, you just got to pick it, right? So you got to find the right one. And if you don't have the cojones to take it, like we mentioned earlier, just take the points with them, um, with some of these teams that you think can contend with some of these heavy favorites. So um, I like I like playing some round robins with some underdogs for the first two rounds. I like it. I like it. Um, little fun news going around kind of kick it back since it is draft day sports kind of kick it back to the nfl season beginning this week the fiscal year i should say oh right free agency a lot of big moves your boys the demon coming away with darren waller darren waller i like it what are your thoughts uh you know we got a weapon now at least um, another one of them. I think that's not 
where they're going to draw the line. I think they'll end up getting a receiver or two as well. Um, I'm sure they'll draft one, and I'm sure they'll get one in free agency. Uh, but, yeah, you know, we need weapons for Danny Dimes. So they, they extended him, so he's the dude. They got Barkley back. So, you know, we got we to gotta get some outside weapons, and I think we can be uh, a team that might be able to contend or at least sniff contention a little bit. There you go. Um, thoughts on Aaron Rodgers? Uh, he's going to go to the Jets for sure. You think? Uh, yeah, I do. How um, awesome would it be if he just says, yeah, I'm going to retire? I mean, he, that would be awesome. Um, <laughs> he is reporting that you know he wants the Jets to target certain guys, a.k.a. Packer receivers in free agency. So, you know, I, I, I feel like the writing's on the wall there. But being Aaron Rodgers, I can see him waiting till August because he's going to just want to be in the spotlight the whole time and drag his feet with this damn thing and whatever so i can see him waiting till like the last minute to sign but uh i think it's i think it's jets or nothing for him yeah um also the raiders have a quarterback jimmy g as do the saints (laughs) Derek carr um i think the saints could be scary good now the nfc south sucks um i think the saints have now the best team in that division Mm -hmm. um for sure, they have a and good they defense. And they save Winston. Jameis is still back. Hey, you know what? you got to have a backup. So mm-hmm. um, maybe he can uh, translate plays or something for Derek. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think there's, the Saints can be good there. Um, yeah, excited for the NFL in the fall already. Yeah. Um, obviously, more to come. It's only day two. Um, obviously, a little fun fact. Josh Allen Von Miller took a pay cut, motherfucker. Let's go. That's huge. They just freed they up thirty three, approximately thirty three million dollars. Ooh, guess who they're ding, going ding, for? Ding, ding. I would just like to point out that in my statistical analysis, the second to worst team I had out of all the sixty eight teams was southeastern southeastern Missouri, and they go. just lost. So and they just lost one for one on the spreadsheet so far. There you go, nice job. Corpus Crispy is like sixtieth. I'm going to go... Actually, better than USC. Oh, wow. <laughs> better than Kennesaw State, better than Arizona State. No so way. I guess that means, uh, that means Nevada's going to win. Um, I think the Bills are going to get uh, Derrick Henry. Is Are they in the talks of that? Is that, a, is that a real thing? Are they you... are. Plus, he was working out with Von Miller. Von Mueller. Um Maybe. I mean, he doesn't really fit the Bills' style of play. No, but it's going to be awesome. It's Derrick Henry. It's a fucking nice overpay for a guy that doesn't fit the system. That's a it's good great. idea. Overpay him. Absolutely. That's what Love we it. do. That's what we do so, in Buffalo. that is going to wrap up our draft day sports bracket breakdown. CJ is sitting in an airport, probably sleeping on a ground. That is so disgusting. Gross. Ugh. I think you said he was in his hotel room. No, he's sleeping on the ground. Let's That's just probably say he's true. sleeping on the ground. Um, good luck to everyone out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yep. you know, maybe we'll get a little bit. We got the Masters coming up. We got XFL playoffs. <laughs> that that happened? That's happening? Uh, we also have the NFL draft coming next month as well. So who is going to be that number one pick? And we will break it down for you guys when that time comes. Other than that, how was your beer? 
Uh, beer is pretty good, you know. It it uh it was nice and smooth. It was very chocolatey, very uh, um, yeah, milky, rich flavors, chocolate espresso. Would you say um, it was a layup? Um, three. It was more of like a nice little hook shot from the elbow. Hook shot from the elbow. Yeah. Very nice. Well, this was a slam dunk. This wow. heirloom hemp, uh, pineapple mango, your non-alcoholic CBD. drink. Ooh, one and one felt really good. Um, feeling good right now. Other than that, it's call. Let's March do Madness, it. March baby. Madness starting Thursday. Um, you know we'll uh, we'll do- we'll be back in a few weeks probably with some yeah. more breakdowns and some other things. But uh, be on the lookout for some draft day sports content. Also, happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Right, Boys are buzzing. All right, that, that that is it. The shot clock is about to expire. Thanks for out. See ya.